great to be here with you all this morning. We're going to begin with our call to worship. And the first words of this I had always thought was a very kind of Anglican, Episcopal thing to see. And I was at a conference uh, last year, and a woman called Marva Dawn said, this is really just street talk. If you look at Ruth, the book of Ruth and chapter 2, this is how Boaz greets the farm workers when he comes up to them in Ruth. So forget about it being Episcopalian. This is straight from the book of Ruth. So let's stand and we'll share in the call to worship. The Lord be with you. And also with you. O Lord, open our lips. And our mouths shall proclaim your praise. God is here. God's Spirit is with us. There's a little response to this prayer. When I say God of life, we all say We praise you. Let's pray. Because there is no one beside you and no one like you, God of life, because you love us and your love never fails, God of life, because you have made the world and everything in it, God of life, because you whisper in our hearts, that we are your friends, God of life. We praise you you and we ask you to be with us this morning in all our singing and praying, our talking and listening. We pray this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. We're going to pray the prayer that Jesus taught us and we'll do it line by line. I'll say a line and you repeat it together after me. Our Father, in heaven. heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins. As we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. The kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen. Well, we're thinking this morning in church about being friends of God. And I hope that's not completely new to some of you at least, because I think the Sunday school have been thinking over the past few weeks, like getting some nods here from anyone, about being friends of God. So what we're going to do this morning is we're going to share what you've been learning, uh, that theme of friends of God, with the whole church, because it's something uh, that's a great thing for all of us to think about. Now, being a friend is something very special. Because friends are people we like to hang out with and who like to hang out with us. Friends are people who know us and we know them. Friends are people who trust us, hopefully, and we trust them. And if I wanted to know what any of you were like, if I wanted to know what you were like, then a good way to find out might be to ask one of your friends. So I thought I might try that out. You know, let me see. Who is willing to claim that they have a friend in church this morning? 
Who's got a friend in church this morning? You've got a friend. Okay, could you point to them? Fiona's my friend. Okay, Fiona. Sorry. If I came up to you and said, I don't really know this person sitting here, what's she like? Give me a couple of words that would describe her. I'm looking forward to that already. Uh huh. And another word? She's very uh, sportive, so she would take you for a nice walk in the hills. See, I already know two very important things about Sheila because I asked one of her friends, you see. And it's the same when we come to the Bible, when we think about people being friends of God. The great thing about people who are friends of God is that when we listen to their stories, We learn from their stories something about what God is like, just as I learned from Fiona, Fiona, uh, something about what Sheila was like. Then when we look at some of these people's stories. Now, um, my daughter, who is, I've forgotten how old she is. No, I haven't. (laughs) Don't tell her. (laughs) Who is 12 years old. um, She sometimes, when she's writing little cards to her friends, she sometimes puts three letters on them. And I wonder whether any of you do this when she's writing cards to her friend. She puts three letters. Anybody guess what they are? X's. No, well, she sometimes puts X's as well, which means kisses, I suppose. I hope it's not boys she's writing to. But, um, no, she puts BFF. BFF. Anybody know what that stands for? BFF. Best friends forever. Best friends forever, okay? And we're going to think about some people in church this morning. And one of them is someone called Abraham. And I think you've thought a bit about Abraham in your Sunday school classes as well. And Abraham was somebody who God made a promise to. And God said to Abraham, Abraham, I'm always going to be your friend. And sometimes we use a word called covenant in church to describe that. But really it's God kind of saying, writing BFF to Abraham. Best friends forever. I'm always going to be your friend. And so I've got a little card here which says Abraham and Sarah because Sarah was Abraham's wife. And I'm going to put this down here. Okay? So this is the Abraham sign for Abraham. Now I've brought some things with me this morning and I wonder whether some of the children might come and help because I wonder whether you could find for this somebody who you think might look like Abraham. Do you want to find something and just put, find one figure and we'll put that on top of Abraham and then somebody else get one of the candles and put it beside the figure. Okay? So just find any one of those and you think that, that could be a good Abraham. Do any of you remember any of the people who've been friends of God in your Sunday school lessons that you've heard about? Anybody else? It's okay. I think I know who some of them are. Will they stand up? Could we stand them up, do you think? That would be great. So there's Abraham standing there, the man who God said, best friends forever. And I think if we asked Abraham what God was like, just like, Uh, I asked what Sheila was like, then I think Abraham would say, well, God's somebody who keeps his promises and who's always good friends to people. And then there's somebody else who I think you learned about who was called Moses, right? And Moses was a very important person in the Old Testament as well in the Bible. 
And when we read the story of Moses, if I went and asked Moses what, what God was like, then I think Moses might say, you know, God is somebody who wants everybody to be free. And Moses knew that because he helped Moses to lead the people of Israel from being slaves to being free. So Moses might tell me, well, that's what God's like. I'm a friend of God. God's a friend of mine. And here's what God's like. And do you think you could do the same for Moses? Find a Moses in here. Let's find a Moses. And we'll do. And you could do your. Or do you want to find Moses and you do the candles this time? Either way is great by me. And we'll stand Moses up there as well. And I think you also thought about Joseph. Joseph and his technicolor dream coat. And Joseph was somebody. And I think if we asked Joseph, we said, well, Joseph, you know, you were a friend of God. What's God like? Joseph might say to us, you know, I went on a long journey from my home and I went to live somewhere else. And I know that God was with me even when I went on that long journey and came to a strange place where I didn't know anybody. And so can you find me a Joseph? Sorry, I'm getting you to do lots of work here. You want to do it this time. You find a Joseph. That's a great Joseph. I think that looks just like him, actually. Uh, and you can find a candle. This is, this is going really well. Thanks for your help. Um, now, here's a special one. Do you remember hearing about this person in Sunday school? Did you hear about him? Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. What happened to Jonah? What happened to Jonah? He got swallowed by a whale, which is not the sort of thing you'd really want to happen to you. But, um, and Jonah, if we said, what's, what's, what's God like? Well, Jonah, I think, would say, well, you know, God, God's good at rescuing people from whales. Um, but he might also say, Jonah was sent to tell lots of people that they could be God's friends too and that God loved them. And so Jonah might tell us, well, God's love is for everyone. It's not just for the people who are our friends or our neighbors. God's love is for absolutely everyone. Now, I've got some extra props here for Jonah. So do you think you could come and see if you could find, you might find a ship and a, a whale, and then we'll need a Jonah as well. So can you stand the ship up over there? Find a Jonah here. <coughs> Terrific. And I don't think we can fit Jonah inside the whale, but maybe you can put him there where he's just been spat out by the whale. <laughs> Well, that was a relief. It was dark in there. So that was Jonah. And then there's someone else here who was a great friend of God in the Bible. And I think you heard about him as well. And his name was David. And sometimes we call him King David. Any, anything called David in church? Any Davids here this morning? No? And David, uh, if we asked him, well, David was a shepherd. And he uh, wrote a song in the Bible which says that God is like a shepherd. So if we ask David what God was like, then he might say, well, God's a shepherd to me just like I was a shepherd to my sheep. So there's lots of things that we can find out about God from listening to God's friends. And I think that if you look in here, now, do you want to come and find a David? Because there's a couple of sheep here. Do you want to put the sheep and a David, and you can put the other sheep. And then we need a candle with him as well. Fantastic.
And we've got lots of boys on this table, so I thought we'd find two more people who were friends of God. I don't know whether you did a story about them, but these were people who were friends of Jesus. Two sisters called Mary and Martha. Because God's not just friend with boys, God's friend with girls and boys, women and men. And so Mary and Martha were friends of Jesus. So this time you need two people, okay? You need to have two. In fact, we need Sarah. We miss Sarah. So do you want to see if you can find a Sarah and a Mary and a Martha? And one more Sarah and a Mary and Martha. Whoops. Sarah's a bit unsteady on her feet. That's terrific. And you we put a candle there for Mary and Martha. And then we've got some people left here. And some of them are quite small. They look as though they might be kids to me. And the last people who can be friends of God are you and me. Because when we read all these stories about people who were friends of God, then we find out that God wants to be our friends as well. And especially through Jesus, we find that God loves us and wants to be our friends as well. So do you want to come and put these last ones out? You put one of the... Yeah, let's put them all out. Just see if we can stand them all up there. And we'll do one for all of us. And so we have... That's brilliant. We have a table here, which is full of friends of God. So we've got Abraham and Sarah, and you learned all these stories in your Sunday school, I think, or most of them. Then Abraham and Sarah, who know that God keeps his promises, and Moses, who knows that God likes to set people free, and Joseph, who knows that God goes with you when you go on a long journey to another country. Jonah, who knows that God can rescue you from whales, and that God loves people who are not like you. And David, who knows that God's like a shepherd who looks after you. And Mary and Martha, who were friends of Jesus and got to hear Jesus say lots of things about what God was like. And then finally, you and me, who are called and invited to be God's friends as well. Because God loves us just as much as he loved Abraham and Moses and Joseph and Jonah and David and Mary and Martha. We're going to hear... A Bible reading now, which comes from the book of James. And you'll hear that James, when he's writing this letter to one of the churches, he talks about Abraham and about Abraham being a friend of God. And um, so when we listen to this reading, I want you to listen for Abraham's name. And I want you to listen for him being called the friend of God. Let's listen to our scripture reading. Uh, The reading is actually from James chapter 2, and it's from the Messenger Translation. And if you want to read along, it's actually in your order of service. Dear friends, do you think you'll get anywhere in this if you learn all the right words but never do anything? Does merely talking about faith indicate that a person really has it? For instance, you come upon an old friend dressed in rags and half-starved and say... Good morning, friend. Be clothed in Christ. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. And walk off without providing so much as a coat or a cup of soup. What does that get you? Isn't it obvious that God talk without God acts 
is outrageous nonsense. I can hear one of you agreeing by saying, sounds good, you take care of the faith department and I'll handle the works department. Not so fast. You can no more show me your works apart from your faith than I can show you my faith apart from my works. Faith and works, works and faith, faith fit together hand in glove. Do I hear you professing to believe in the one and only God? But then observe you complacently sitting back as if you had done something wonderful. That's just great. Demons do that. But what good does it do to them? Use your heads. Do you suppose for a minute that you can cut faith and works in two, not end up with a corpse on your hands? Wasn't our ancestor Abraham made right with God by works when he placed his son Isaac on the sacrificial altar? Isn't it obvious that faith and works are yoked partners, that faith expresses itself in works, that the works are works of faith? The full meaning of believe in the scripture sentence, Abraham believed God and was set right with God, includes his action. It's the mesh of believing and acting that got Abraham named God's friend. Is it not evident that a person is made right with God, not by barren faith, but by faith fruitful in works? The same with Rahab, the Jericho harlot. Wasn't her action in hiding God's spies and helping them escape that seamless unity of believing and doing? What counted with God? The very moment you separate body and spirit, you end up with a corpse. Separate faith and works, and you get the same thing, a corpse. Amen. Well, uh, in that part of the Bible that was just read, it speaks about Abraham. And I hope you heard that. Abraham was called a friend of God. And what it says in that letter is the special thing about Abraham was he didn't just talk about doing what God wanted him to do. He didn't just think about it. He didn't just sing about it. He went out and he did it. And James tells an interesting story there, doesn't he? He says, it's as if you met an old friend and they were dressed in rags and they had nothing to eat. And you said to that friend, oh, may Jesus keep you warm. May the love of God keep you warm. And may the Holy Spirit fill you up. And then you just walk away and you don't help them to get any new clothes or to get something to eat. And James says, that won't do. That's not what God wants. God wants us to do, to, to, to do something about what we believe in, to show faith and works, faith and action. And that's why Abraham was called God's friend, he says, because he not only believed in God, but he did what God wanted him to do as well. We're going to move into our prayers, and we're still thinking about God being our friend and us being friends to other people as we pray. And we're going to sing a song um, which is all about praying for people and about how Jesus wants us to pray for other people. We're going to stay seated to do that. And as we do that, I wonder whether uh, some of the Sunday school pupils or teachers, uh, with an adult's help, could come And as we go around, we need one more candle here. Um, We're going to light these candles as we sing what a friend we have in Jesus. And think about this circle of friends of God 
and about how we're part of that. And the people who we want to pray for this morning are part of that as well. So we'll remain seated and we'll sing. And as we sing, the candles will, will, will be lit until they're all lit by the end of the song. So are you going to help with that? That would be great. Now we're going to pray. It's a little response we're going to use with this as well. So when I say, Jesus, friend of those who need you, we all say, hear our prayer. Let's pray together. Thank you, God of love, that you call us your friends. Thank you, Jesus Christ, that you call us your friends. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you assure us that we are precious to God. We thank you for the scriptures and for the stories they contain about those who were friends of God. About Abraham and Sarah, about Moses, about Joseph, about Jonah, about David, about Mary and Martha. And thank you that in Jesus you have reached out and included all of us in your circle of friends. Jesus, friend of those who need you. This morning we want to bring to your love friends near and far, friends and strangers, people who are on our hearts this morning, who need you to be their friend because they're in some kind of trouble. Let's take a moment just to pray either quietly or perhaps call out a name or a situation. People who are in trouble this morning, we want Jesus to be their friend. All those affected by the earthquake in New Zealand and Christchurch. Jesus, friend of those who need you. Let's take a moment and again to pray either quietly or call out a name. To pray for friends who are ill, who are maybe in hospital or recovering from an illness. And we want to commit them to the care and love of God. Jesus, friend of those who need you. Let's pray for people who feel that they have no friends. People who may live in isolated situations. Or perhaps someone in our class at school who worries that people don't like them. Somebody who other kids are sometimes mean to call names or don't want to play with. Those who feel that they have no friends or not enough friends. And let's commit them to God and either pray quietly or speak a name out loud.
Jesus, friend of those who need you. We're going to close our prayers by singing just very softly this time. Still as part of our prayer, the song we learned a minute ago. God welcomes all, strangers and friends. God welcomes all, strangers and friends. God's love is strong and it God's friendship with others. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us all evermore.